Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Building Your Best Career. So before we get started today, I wanted to share some exciting news. I have created a private Facebook group called Career Development Lounge. In there, you'll be able to find some trainings and videos, and I'll be doing some online coaching. I think maybe we'll do a happy hour now and again on there virtually, things like that. I'm going to be posting up some guides and some uh, training videos and all kinds of things like that. So there'll be different things in there each day. I hope you will head on over and search for Career Development Lounge on Facebook and join the group. All right, so today we're going to be talking about a topic that's pretty close to my heart, slacker syndrome. Now, I know you've all heard about imposter syndrome, and I think many of us are affected by that at one time or another. I know I have been, but today we're talking about something a little bit different, And what I define slacker syndrome is being concerned that people will perceive you as not having given your all. For those of you out there like me that are often nervous about people thinking that we're not trying our hardest, we're not doing our best work, we're not showing up in the way that we feel we should. This has come up for me in many different ways in all areas of my life, not just at work, but in in regular life with friendships and relationships and things like that and feeling the need that I need to go above and beyond to make sure that it's being perceived that I'm giving my best effort. It definitely falls into one of those things that it's not you, it's me. It's definitely something that I feel And I've learned over the years that most people don't even ever see it. It's one of those things that you worry about, keeps you up at night, over and over and over play something in your mind that someone else completely didn't even get, and it's just all in your head. So today I want to talk a little bit about that, how it shows up, and some things that you can do to help it if this is something that comes up for you. Maybe you feel that you constantly have to prove yourself at work. Maybe you feel like you're, you're constantly raising the bar in what it is that you're doing, trying to go further and further and further, work harder or faster or whatever it may be that it's coming up for you. I will tell you that a few years back when I got my first career coach, we spent probably the first three weeks together working through this. And what was coming up for me was that I wanted to ask to work from home one day a week. Now, let me just say that 99% of my office was all teleworking at least one day a week, including my bosses. And this was very common practice. I was traveling extensively overseas, so I was already working and managing my teams remotely when I was on travel 
via airplane overseas in, an, in a hotel or an airport or wherever I was, I was often managing remotely. So it wasn't far-fetched for me to want to work from home. Our organization had very clear guidelines for this. I had already filled out the paperwork when I first got hired so that I would be eligible for it. All of the pieces were in place. But from the very first session I had with my coach, I really wanted to ask to work from home, but I couldn't figure out a way to go and talk to my boss about it. This sounds ridiculous. I recognize it sounds ridiculous. And even though I was stressing about it, I knew it was ridiculous somewhere in my bones. But I just couldn't figure out what I wanted to say or how I wanted to say. And I couldn't work up the nerve because I was terrified that my boss and everyone else in the office would think I was a slacker because I didn't want to come to work one day a week. Now, at the time, as I've mentioned on other episodes, I had between a three and a four hour commute a day at that time. Okay, so this is three to four hours I could have put into my work if I was working from home. So not only was I not going to be a slacker, but I was actually going to be able to work better for more hours. But I still couldn't get myself to walk out of my office and into my boss's office and ask for this. So one of the things I worked on with my coach was just thinking about why I was so stressed out about asking for this. And the first question she asked me was, so you have other people in your office that work from home? Yes. Do you feel that they're slackers? No. And we sat with that for a minute. And I'm sure you're on the other side of this laughing because I didn't even hesitate. I didn't even hesitate. Of course they're not slackers. They're on conference calls. I see their emails. They're working. Why would you say that? Well, then why would I be a slacker if I would do the same? And again, it's not a huge intuitive leap there, right? If I don't feel that other people are slackers, why would I be so concerned that someone would think I was a slacker because I wanted to work from home? Now, this was one of those conversations after three weeks of propping myself up and negotiating with myself and, and really doing a lot of thought work on where this feeling was coming from because it was not an external thing. It was totally in my head. It was totally in my backstory and my beliefs about what I needed to do to be perceived as a really hard worker. Okay. Once I went and sat with my boss, literally the words were not even completely out of my mouth. And she was like, oh yeah, I'm surprised you haven't asked sooner. That was it. Of course. What day do you want? <laughs> right? I mean, it was so insane. You walk out of the office and you scratch your head and think, I built that up. I lost so much sleep. I worried about this. What was I thinking? All for nothing. Of course, no big deal. Let me know what day, make sure you put it on the calendar, make sure you're available, all the standard conversations, right? But she had no problem with it. And surely, partly because I had already demonstrated that I was not a slacker. So she knew she could trust me. But still, it was a very big deal for me. And honestly, even working from home week after week, I stressed every week because I wanted to make sure that I was online at the very beginning of the day to the very end of the day and I, I didn't cut corners and I was on every call and I was participating and I was quick to respond to my emails because I never wanted them to think that I was sitting on my deck 
sipping margaritas at lunchtime, which would never happen. But again, that was me and my concerns and my perception. And I knew that I would never do those kinds of things, but I would never want anybody else to suspect that I was giving anything less than my best effort. Now, thinking about these things and worrying about people thinking that you're not giving your best effort is an ongoing struggle. And over the years, I've talked to other folks that seem to be experiencing something very similar, which led me to really think about this. I mean, I've always, I've always made that statement over the years. Oh, I don't want to be a slacker. I don't want to be a slacker. But it was nice to know that I'm not the only one out there that thinks this way to a certain extent. Now the challenge is how to adjust that thinking because it doesn't serve me to consider myself a slacker when I know that I'm not a slacker. It doesn't serve me to be stalling for weeks to go to my boss and ask for telework when I know I'm not going to be a slacker and to have the confidence to just go and ask. It doesn't serve me to be thinking and overthinking all of my, my work to make sure that I am doing the very best I can. If you're feeling like you constantly have to reprove yourself or re-demonstrate your worth or what might come of a decision you make or an effort you do or do not put in, right? I would encourage you to take some time and think about where this is coming from. What are your thoughts around why you're concerned that someone doesn't feel that you're giving your best effort? Perhaps it is that you know the level of effort that you typically operate at and you did not do whatever it is you're doing at that level. Perhaps you do know that you are slacking off a little bit and didn't give your best effort. But if you are giving your best effort, if you are doing your best work, you are doing what you've been asked to do, you are showing up, you are participating, you are engaging, you are excelling, why would anybody else consider that slacking? Let's quickly define your best effort in what I'm describing here. Okay, because I think that that's really important. You may be one of those people that gives 150% in whatever it is that you're doing. But there are going to be times when you cannot give 150%. But you can still give your best effort for that moment. Okay, maybe you're sick, maybe you're not feeling well, maybe you've got kids home, maybe with all this telework, you know, you're, you've got chaos in the household, whatever it is. It doesn't feel like you can give your normal 150%, but you're still giving 100%, which is the very best you can do at the moment. Maybe you're not feeling well, but you're still working remotely, and you're only giving 75%, but you're still giving your best effort, okay? And it feels very uncomfortable because it isn't your normal 150%, but it is the best you can do at the time. And we have to reconcile that in our minds and come to terms with the fact that there are going to be times when we cannot do things at 150%. You may not possess the skills to do it at that level. You may not possess the education, the experience, whatever it may be. 
you may not be able to do that. And that is okay too. If it's something you need to talk to your supervisor about and let them know, hey, I am not able to do this at this level. That's not being a slacker. That's being transparent and honest and straightforward, but still giving your all. And for those of us that are worried about being a slacker, I think that we're constantly pushing that bar up and up and up and it gets to that 150, 175% level where we are operating way past average. And it's on the long term, it's not sustainable, right? And it's not sustainable in all situations. And it's uncomfortable for us when we cannot do it at that level. And I think that's part of what gets into our brain and makes us feel like we're being slackers because normally we can do things at that above average rate, but there are times when we just can't. And it's okay if you're just giving your best, but it's not at that level. Like I said, though, it is going to be uncomfortable and we're going to have to come to terms with the fact that it's uncomfortable. And if someone calls you out for not giving your usual 150% and actually calls you a slacker for what you're doing and you've given your best effort, then you know what? You know you've given your best effort. And if you want to engage with them and explain to them why, that's up to you. If you want to just take it on yourself and understand that I gave my best. The challenge here, and I think for us with that, that slacker mentality, is that we worry that our best isn't going to be good enough at times. And I would ask you, what more can you give? And what if it's okay that you just gave your best? What if you made it okay to just give your best? Sometimes we all need to dial it back a little bit. Even if you could only do 50% because something else is going on, what if that was okay? What if you allowed yourself to just be okay with the fact that today this is the very best I can do and while normally it would be three times the effort today, this is the best I can do. I would challenge you that the supervisors, the colleagues, the friends, the family, the people that know you best know your best effort. They know when you are doing your best. They're going to recognize that you gave your all. They're going to automatically assume that you're giving your all. They're not going to suspect that you're cutting corners. They're not going to think that you didn't do your best because you couldn't give 150%. I would tell you that most of the time, the only person that ever notices is us. Now on the flip side, if people are going to assume that you're slacking, I would also argue that they're going to assume you're a slacker until proven differently and your performance is going to demonstrate that you're not a slacker. And if they continue to assume it, you're not going to change their minds. They're just naturally suspicious or distrusting people and that's not our job to change their minds. So as long as you know that you're doing your very best, when you start really stressing out about worrying about being perceived as a slacker, again, go back to that thinking 
You know you're doing your best effort. This person knows that you do a good job. They know your work ethic. They know your reputation. You do the best you can. And in some ways, it'll be easier said than done, right? There's still going to be some of that concern. But we really have to make a conscious effort to manage our own brain and manage our mindset and make sure that we're not putting our feelings on somebody else. Just because we're worried that today we're only able to give 100%, don't naturally assume that other people are going to see that as a weakness. Because chances are, it's not. They're not thinking that. And it's just us. And give yourself permission to just give your very best and not worry about whether or not it's going to be enough. Because it's the best you can do. So I hope that you are hanging in there, staying safe and healthy as we start phasing back into public life, moving back into offices at least part-time. Some folks are back in offices, moving around, going to stores, those kinds of things. Stay safe, stay healthy. As I mentioned earlier on, if you're a member of Facebook, check out the Career Development Lounge. I would invite you to join us. There'll be lots of new tips and tools and things on there, and I look forward to chatting with you more on there. Thanks so much, and have a great week. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident. Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out, because after all, there's only one you.